podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all that thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. Yo, 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 welcome back. Episode 131 of the Dishnomics podcast. Midweek special, Conservative Manifesto breakdown. As we are rapidly approaching the election, I thought it was best to get all the manifestos on podcast form so you can listen to it whenever you want. Pause, repeat, replay, pass on to friends so you've got as much information on what the three major parties are promising and pledging to do and what they haven't mentioned all in one place i did a thread of it regarding the conservatives and labor on twitter so just check that out on my twitter but here's the audio version yeah so if you haven't heard episode 130 regarding labor manifesto please make sure you check that this episode will be slightly similar hopefully not as long um conservative manifesto is about 40 pages less than labor and they had bare pictures and that <laughs> so hopefully it won't take as long okay don't know why this is trying to fall and crash okay so of course, Tories start off with Brexit. Is reading the manifesto. Brexit has been a, is a theme that they repeat all the way through the manifesto. A lot of things are want to get Brexit done. This want to get Brexit done. That with Brexit, da da da. Similar to Labour, with a constant theme. But Labour's constant theme was um, low carbon, climate change, all the type of things there. So um, their plans for re Brexit to put Boris's deal through Parliament and leave in January if they get a majority. So if the Conservatives win a majority in Parliament, they could push through the deal and can get everything done by January. The deal will take the UK outside the custom union and there'll be no single market, which is different to what Labour are proposing. They want to introduce an Australian-style points-based immigration system. They want a trade agreement to be negotiated next year and they will not extend the implementation period of Brexit beyond 2020. So those are their Brexit policies. The trade agreements, pfft, don't know about that. Um, we really know how the Conservatives go when it comes to immigration. It's a hot topic for them. And I believe to get a majority, they will get Brexit done by January. I believe they will, actually. So, now, let's talk some of the other things they've got going on. They want a public sector net... They want a public sector net investment to not exceed 3% of GDP. They want to be frugal. They don't want to go on a spending spree like the Labour Party. I'll talk about that later. Um, f- they want to spend £34 billion per year um, on the NHS by the end of Parliament. So by the end of their parliamentary term, whether it be four or five years, by the end of that, they want to be spending £34 billion a year on NHS. The Conservatives claim to have, been got, to have begun building 40 new hospitals across the country, uh, as, well as, uh, as well as 20 hospital upgrades. Uh, and they want to repeal the damage of Labour PFI deals, which I explained in the last pod. They also want to be to invest in hospitals with new equipment to boost early cancer diagnosis across 78 hospital trusts. Um, between 2018 and 2023, so that's um, Conservatives will have raised NHS funding by 29%, so that's a big W for them. They want to be spending roughly an extra £650 million per week by the end of parliament also some more promises 50,000 more nurses 
with students receiving five to eight grand of annual maintenance grant every year, which of course, which is, which is to help them deal with their cost of living and they won't have to pay it back. Street said that, <laughs> no, so you should get that before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, they want to put funding in regions or disciplines that struggle to recruit, such as mental health, and they want to help with childcare costs. Also, they want to recruit 6,000 more doctors in general practice and 6,000 more primary care professionals, extra 7,500 extra nurse associates and 20,000 primary care professionals. So this is meant to be a big recruitment drive. They um, claim to improve the staff morale with more funding for professional training and supportive hospital, hospital management. Okay, how much? Nobody knows. They also want to introduce a NHS, an NHS, sorry, an NHS visa so that qualified professionals get fast-tracked process to come work here. So if you don't come work here and you have the skills that match their criteria that can enable you to work in NHS, you can get a fast-track visa. They also want, they've also pledged to 50 million extra general practice appointments per year, which is an increase of about 15%. They also want to be treating mental health with the same urgency as physical health. They want to pump an extra 25 million to support hospices. They want to have free parking for the greatest in need, including disabled people, which is, uh, which is a nice touch because people really shouldn't be dealt with some ridiculous parking, especially if they are in larger need. They're just coming to use hospital service, for goodness sake. They want to increase the surcharge for overseas people who want to use the NHS services so they can put a stop or reduction to travel tourism. I understand that. The people here should be priority. Conservatives will use frontline technology to improve patients' experience and provide flexible working for conditions. Boy, they've made their lives live in hell over the last 10 years, so we'll see. They want to invest an extra billion each year for social care. Conservatives will also extend entitlement to leave for unpaid carers and the majority tends to be women they want to extend this period where you can take leave for unpaid caring for to one week not a massive amount but hey ho over three years 74 million pounds worth of spending in additional capacity in community care settings for those with learning disabilities learning disabilities with autism so these are the conservative um healthcare and social policies as you can tell if you listen to episode 130 labor manifesto check that out on all digital streaming platforms the level of investment in these um, sectors is nowhere near the labor parties nowhere near okay schools boris has already pledged an extra 14 billion to invest in schools which includes 780 million to support children with special needs next year so that is one of their big ticket items the Conservatives want to raise teachers' starting salaries to £30,000. So 30, 30 bags for the teachers then to be, compete with other graduate uh, salaries. They want to, and I quote, back heads to use exclusion. Um, Tories will expand alternative provision schools for those who have been excluded. They will also deliver more school places for children with complex special, special educational needs. So with regards to supporting families... They will review the care system to make sure that all care placements and settings are providing children and young adults with the support they need. As I said, the Labour Party manifesto, when they say, oh, man, I review that, it's just like, yeah, yeah, this is important and we're going to address it, but we don't know how or, 
or we're not really committing to do anything in case you hold us against it. That's how I feel. Tories have said they'll increase a national living wage to £10.50 an hour and widen its reach to everybody over the age of 21. The Conservatives will not raise income tax in any salary band. They will not raise national insurance nor VAT. So in comparison, um, Labour have only um, committed to raising income tax for those over £80,000. Conservatives will raise the national insurance threshold to £9,500 next year. So this is a tax cut for 31 million workers. So extra, extra few bob in your pocket. They have a £1 billion fund to help create more high-quality, affordable childcare, including before and after school and during school holidays. So this is not as detailed and as radical and as, you know, specific as Labour Party who said, yo, between the ages of two and four, we're trying to provide 30 hours of free educational healthcare. Childcare, sorry, not healthcare. So that's different from Labour. They will keep our existing energy cap and introduce new measures to lower bills. They'll also give the Competition and Markets Authority enhanced powers to tackle consumer reforms and bad business practices. Cap, 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 cap. Okay, free TV licence for over 75s, just like Labour Party. A number of workers, disproportionately women, who earn between 10 and 12,000 £500 are missing out on pension benefits because of loopholes affecting people with net pay pension schemes. We will conduct a comprehensive review and to look how to fix this issue. So again, they've identified an issue. They haven't really said how they're going to fix it. Um, the Conservatives plan to ab abolish a tampon tax, so that might be important to the ladies' room. Tories will continue to roll out universal credit with, increase, with increases worth £630 to families. I'm not too sure how I feel about that. Tories want to maintain their commitment to free school meals. They want an extension of the entitlement leave for unpaid care workers, majority of whom are women. Oh, I already mentioned that. Sorry about that. Also, um, the Tories want to reduce the number of reassessments that the disabled person must go through because they shouldn't have to repeatedly prove they're disabled to obtain support. And I agree with them. It shouldn't have never happened in the first place. Um, they also want to implement a national strategy for disabled people before the end of 2020. This will look at ways to improve the benefit system, opportunities and access for disabled people in terms of housing, education, transport and jobs. They want to have 20,000 more police. <laughs> this time the cuts led to tens of thousands of less police. So it's like they're coming back to a, to a, to a um, zero sum. They want to, um, they want to increase back in for increased use of stop and search as long as it's fair and proportionate. So similar to Labour, but probably a bit more vim. Both parties are in favour of stop and search. Both parties have alluded to uh, it has to be fair. Do we believe either? Uh, nah. Back in of teachers to enforce discipline. Investing five hundred million pounds in youth services for work. A lot of um, when I was reading the manifesto, sixty-four pages long. We're looking at discipline, prisons, justice system. Um, a lot of stuff is backing, backing, backing. We back, we back, we back. And I think it's very deliberate. It's deliberate because it's telling the people who work in these industries that we're on your side, we're on your side, and we want things to be better, which is quite intriguing. A lot of backing for... It just seems hella... Anyway, I'll talk about it later. 
So backlog teachers and full discipline, they want to invest £500 million in youth services for young people. They want to create a prison education service focused on work-based training training the skills. They want, they want to improve employment opportunities for ex-offenders, including a job coach in each prison. They want to give police body caps, but tasers. <laughs> Don't know about that. There's going to be a, they want a new court order which enables those who've been convicted of knife crime to be easily stopped and searched. So these people could be even more targeted. Which you can't be too, you can't be mad at to a certain degree. But um it's still an invasion of privacy in my opinion. Um they want to end automatic halfway release for serious crimes. So you hear where a man are, yeah, oh, yeah, he got two in it, but he'll be out in one. They they wanna they wanna stop all that. They wanna expand electronic tagging. They wanna prevent foreign offenders entering the nation, period. They want tougher community services. They want to create a new national cyber crime force, which is important. And they want they will add ten thousand more prison places with two of almost three billion already committed to refurbishing and creating modern prisons. Also, they will maintain the ban on prisoners voting from jail, which I'm quite passionate about. I don't believe that you shouldn't be able to vote in jail, especially if you're meant to be reformed and become a member of society when you come out. So you should be happy. You should have a say on how that society is run, especially as somebody who's likely had paid taxes throughout their lifestyle. So I'm not a fan of that at all. Um, Conservatives said they will support all victims of domestic abuse and pass a domestic abuse bill. This will increase support for... They also increase what refugees and community support for victims of rape and sexual abuse. They will pilot integrated domestic abuse courts and address criminal and family matters in that in parallel. I think that's a pretty decent idea. Can't lie. Migrants contribute to the NHS and pay more even before they can receive benefits. I don't know how that works, and I do not have the ethos behind that. There'll be it's kind of like okay, you're a migrant, but you're not on par. You're not a equal member of society. That's the type of vibe I get from it. And I feel like that'd be popular with wider Britain which is scary. There will be fewer lower-skilled migrants and overall numbers will come down and they will ensure that British people are always in control. So essentially, they're trying to reduce um, the migrant population, reduce competition at the lower-skilled level jobs, which will really hit heavy, I think, in like Northern England and the Midlands and all that things there. I'm not too sure how I feel about that either. They will treat EU and non-EU citizens equally, regardless of where they come from cap they want eu citizens who have lived in the uk before before brexit to stay as they should they want to boost english language teaching for migrants and they also want to, again back we back is back we will back the national citizen service and promote it promote it in schools as a way of bringing communities together okay they will continue to grant asylum and support to refugees fleeing persecution with the ultimate aim of helping them return to home if it's safe to do so. Basically, yeah, yeah, you, if, if it's a magazine back home, yeah, you're not going to come here. But basically, we're trying to get you to go back <laughs> as soon as possible. They will champion freedom of expression and tolerance in both UK and overseas. This is a very, very inter interesting language. Sounds like, yeah, yeah, I'm allowed to, yeah, you should be allowed to say that, um, Muslim women dress like letterboxes. That's that's how I read it. Tell me if I'm out of line. Hashtag Lucy Numbers on Twitter. People coming into the country from the EU will only be able to access unemployment, housing, and child benefit after five years. 
in a way which non-EEA migrants currently do. So they're trying to really limit uh, the access to these public services and make people net contributors to the economy. They're moving, they're moving tough out here. The town's funds will go to initial 100 towns to improve their local economy. Doesn't really say how much a town's fund is. Maybe that's in their grey book. Um, again, nowhere near the same level of emphasis and detail on regional and local investment compared to Labour. Regarding taxes, the Tories plan to cut taxes for small retail businesses and for local music venues, pubs, cinemas and all that kind of thing there. So again, they're trying to hit at the average British person here. Um, Tories also said they have announced the largest cultural capital programme in the century of a quarter billion to support local libraries and regional museums. £150 million of community ownership funds to encourage local takeovers of civic organisations or community assets that are under threat like local football clubs, but also pubs and post offices. So again, this is their um, diet version of um, investment in the local communities. They want to spend 100 billion in total in additional infrastructure spending. So just making the infrastructure in the UK better. Regarding transport, they want to build a northern powerhouse road between Leeds and Manchester and then focus on Liverpool, Tees Valley, Hull, Sheffield and Newcastle. They also want to invest in the Midlands Rail Hub. And I want to give city regions and fund the funding to upgrade their bus, tram, train services and make them as good as London's. They don't believe in um um, nationalisation they want the railways to have accountability so they'll end a complicated franchise model and create a simpler more effective rail system that remains to be seen they also want to make 28.8 billion investment in strategic and local roads so very different to Labour's um, thinking on um, transport they, um, the Tories said they are required a minimum service that operates during transport strikes. Rail workers deserve a fair deal, but it's not fair to let trade unions undermine the livelihood of others. So basically they said, yeah, I understand you might want to strike on that, but you can't really be fucking up the base for people going to work. So some of you have to be working. Regarding H High Speed Rail 2, they say it's a great risk, it's a great ambition. It's costing about 81 billion right now, and it won't even reach Leeds or Manchester until the late 20, 2040s. We will consider the findings of the Oak Oakview review into the costs and timings and work with leaders of the Midlands and the North to decide the optimal outcome. Basically, HS2 is looking like a magazine and man, I have to review that. <laughs> that sounds like they're trying to scrap it. Anyway, the Tories want to will create a £350 million cycling infrastructure fund to um, get more and more people cycling. They intend on bringing full fibre and gigabyte cap capable broadband to every home and business across the UK by 2025. Whereas um, the con Labour Party explicitly said they want it to be free. And I think it was about 2030 or I might have made it up. Okay. Regarding housing, they want to encourage um, new market, a new market in long-term fixed rate mortgages, which will slash the cost of deposits. Interesting. Sounds like that. They want to maintain their commitment to right to buy for all council tenants, which is good if you have a council house. They also maintain the right, the voluntary right to buy scheme agreed with housing associations. They want to simplify share ownership products. They want to implement um, their ban on sale of new leasehold households, which is similar to Labour. 
They want to be building 300,000 new homes a year by 2020. Late, um, the Conservative also said they'll support developing new environmental friendly home and they'll protect the Green Belt. And they want to have a £3 billion national skills fund. So those are some kind of diet <laughs> commitments on the housing. Regarding business, Conservatives will cut business rates. They will increase employment allowance for small business, which is a tax cut for half a million small firms. The Conservatives will expand startup loans, which have a high um, uptake from women and black, Asian and other ethnic minorities. So these are some of their key business points. Back to tax again. They, were, they had quite a lot of detail regarding tax evasion. They want to create a single anti-tax evasion unit in the HMRC focused on tax avoidance. Tax evasion, sorry. They want a digital service tax to target big multinational companies who just ginnels it on tax. Um, they want a creation of a single enforcement body to crack down on any employer that's abusing employment law. And they also want to encourage flexible working. Also, the Tories claim they want to reform redundancy law so companies cannot discriminate against women who just return from maternity leave and just get like, yo, yeah, it's time for you to dip still. Which is good. Regarding the £1 billion Arton Fund, they want to develop affordable and accessible clean energy. So think about my previous podcast on how much detailed depth and funds Labour committed to clean energy. Nowhere near the Conservatives. Um, Conservatives regarding defence have also committed to a 0.5% above inflation spend on defence every year of the new parliament. So for the next four to five years, they want to spend 0.5% above inflation regarding defence like Labour they want to maintain the um, Trident's nuclear deterrent you've got to protect your neck um, they say the NHS is not on the table for any trade deals whatsoever and news coming out today although Corbyn said in uh, I think a press conference yesterday or earlier today and in the debate last week the gist is the leaked documents regarding the trade talks with the US the NHS was not on the table, that was big cap. So if that is confirmed to be true, which looks like it is, that's a big L for Corbyn still. Um, they aim to have up to 80% of UK trade covered by free trade agreements within the next three years, which is quite um, ambitious. And they want to force stronger links with the Commonwealth. So that's um, the Conservatives' manifesto. My thoughts on it is, like in reading the language, it, they did... Um, they didn't commit to anywhere near as much stuff as Labour, but the stuff they did commit to, they had a lot more, they were a lot more specific in language. But I think Labour covered a lot more stuff, so maybe that's why they weren't as specific in language and really drilled down to certain areas. Obviously, I summarised things for you, lot, guys, but that's what I noticed. And there was a hard emphasis on Brexit, authority, discipline, British values. That's the feel I got from this manifesto it kind of felt like i was listening to market factor to a certain degree but just the 20 2020 version you know what i mean like um i think labor's manifesto is way better than conservatives manifesto and you lot heard how i felt about labor's so i'm not a big fan of this manifesto at all and by by if this country votes for this in its droves we're done out here but yeah that's it. Let me know what you think. Any questions, please feel free to hit me. Hashtag Dysonomics on Twitter. Or just tweet me so I can retweet you. Other people get involved in the debate. Don't be scared. Don't be shy. Um, 
I hope to get the Lib Dem one out to you before the end of the week. Um, I'm gonna pods as usual every Sunday. Um, I'm gonna touch on the Corbyn anti Semitism, racism thing because that's joking, like they're taking the piss. But until then, peace. Sports Social Podcast Network. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.